Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On The Reviews podcast, where if you want it, we review it. My name is DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of reviews on things like movie news, some TV show news as well, and some comic book stuff, if possible. In this episode, I'm going to talk mostly about the things that happened over this past weekend at the New York City Comic Con. So, I'm only going to do one segment today, which will be thumbs up, thumbs down, just because... There's quite a few things that happened at the Comic-Con this year. And to talk about anything else, we'll go into like an hour-long conversation, which you obviously don't want to hear me talk for an hour long. So I'm going to do for a very short time. should take roughly 25 minutes or so. The first thing up is news. So Rush Hour 4 has a script that's going through the second draft, which is very interesting just because there's been roughly... 10 years or so since Rush Hour 3 came out and I'm not sure what they'll talk about. I'm not sure how much of action will they both do. Jackie Chan looks like he he could still do a few things. He's lost like a step or two, but he could still make things work. For me, I give this one a a thumbs in the middle just because Chris Tucker's on the fence. They haven't heard much back from his character well, him in general. So it's kind of sucks that um, it wasn't easy enough to be like, yeah, we want to make a fourth one. Let's do it and make it happen. I know they did a, a TV show for it, which for me, I'm looking at this TV show and the trailer for it. It doesn't look good. It looks like something that you know is missing Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. So I kind of wish that both characters come in um, and make another one, to be honest. I, I can't wait for a fourth one. So hopefully it does happen. But for me, that'll be thumbs in the middle for now. The next thing of news is Jamie Lee Curtis is actually returning to the Halloween franchise. They're actually making another one, Stranger Left. Um, I'm not sure how many of these movies are made. Um, I'll have to look back at it again and find out exactly the number. But it's to a number where I'm okay with it not coming out. But if you have to come out then it's fine that you bring back this long-lived character. I'm surprised she's still alive. But most of these characters die off very quickly, except for like the main um, antagonist, which Michael Myers, of course, will be back in this one as well. Um, they've mentioned that they don't know who else would be able to play her, which for me, I'm okay with them throwing it back to like the older characters, but... For the most part, it's a horror movie, so I don't expect you to throw it back all the time. And I think Jamie Lee's been in at least half of them, which is more than I thought would be would have been happened. So for for me, that's a thumbs thumbs middle for me as well for that this one here, just because I'm okay with her not being in the new um, franchise, just because you you want to revamp it a little bit. And going back to her and her character, it's like you're kind of going backwards. And I'm okay with them not doing that at all. So that, that's just my thoughts on that one there. The next one up is a image from the Arrow Season 6. So basically what's happening here, um, you have a new costume for the, the new Canary. So if you haven't watched the series at all from like Season 1... Basically, there's a new canary, and she hasn't had a costume yet, so it's kind of awesome to see her actually get a costume in season six. And it doesn't look bad at all. It looks a lot better than the costume for um, 
Kate Kate Cassidy was it I believe her name was for that um Laura Lance for her her costume looked like it was a whole dominatrix kind of thing and she had belt buckles here and there this one looks like a a, a tactical um costume itself so for me this is a first thumbs up of the whole um podcast at this point in time it just looks a whole lot better than the older costume for the other character so for me that that's that's a plus in the right way um oliver's costume has actually changed again so he no longer has the the no elbows now he actually has everything into one suit which i think is the best thing he could have had just because the older suit itself just felt weird and this could be a flashback from what I'm seeing right now, but hopefully they do go back to the uh, season one, um, season one, season two costume where it covers up everything and you can't see who exactly it is. With this one, it it feels weird when you have your arms out and you might hurt yourself. It, that's the my main thought when it comes to like your costume itself. But I, I'm glad to see that um, this new um, Dinah Drake Black Canary has actual costume. So that's a thumbs up for me. The next thing I have here is the new costume for the Flash. So, season four has it where Barry is have is basically wearing the costume from the future Flash. So I'm not sure how it'll come to be because when I think about it, the last time it changed the costume was Cisco. He saw it from the future, no, actually from the past, and he changed it there. Actually, no, it was from the future, because the way I did, he went back in time, and then the future version himself came back in time and changed it all around. So this one is actually looks kind of very, very similar to the the seven-year-in-the-future Flash, which, if I don't recall, Cisco didn't see this character. So I'm wondering how he decided to change the costume to that, if it was just something that happened right after, you know, quote-unquote, Iris died, if you haven't watched the series then you'll know what happened during the whole um lapse last episode of the season so it's kind of cool to see this costume i personally think it's okay i really want less of the orange uh, orange um gold look on him it, it looks kind of weird but for a costume it looks okay I, i'm more particular to it being towards the new 52 costume which looks amazing um, for the comic book fans, you'll, you'll see the costume itself. You could e- even Google it. Um, but the costume for new 52 looks amazing. This one here looks okay. Uh, for me, thumbs middle. I, I don't want to give it a thumbs down just because it doesn't look horrible, but it's not the best costume you could have in general. Um, it's a big change because you have the, the, the bigger gold, but for me, he's, his head still feels very reddish which I thought there'd be like a gold accent line with the whole uh, lightning bolts, but he hasn't done yet. So 52 is the one I would go with. Um, hopefully it does come to fruition sometime soon, because then I'll be very happy with the costume. This costume over the past four years has changed quite drastically, to be honest. And this is probably the best version of the costume so far. And, it's, and I'm glad it's going in the right direction where... Instead of the costume getting worse, it's actually getting better each and every year. But I th- I still think they have quite a bit to go. So that's my thoughts on that. Um, thumbs middle for me. There's another poster that came out for 
the Constantine animated series that's going to be on the CW seed, which is the the kind of um, drop service for the CW. So it has very short shows on there. Um, they had like a very um, small Vixen series on there as well. So there's been quite a few animated series. This will be the same as Vixen. So it'll be like a 10 minute episode. And uh, it looks like it'll be like at least five to six of them. So far, the animation looks pretty cool. Um, Constantine looks kind of like the character that came on Arrow in the last season, which I didn't mind him at all. In my mind, I'm still thinking of Keanu Reeves, which it's funny because everyone's bagging on him for playing that character, but I I didn't mind it as much. Um, The concept of the movie is cool. This one looks like it'll be kind of the same way, so I'm, I'm fine with it. So I'd like to see more from this character and see if they bring him more to the live action because he's only in like two or three episodes for the Arrow TV show, which I felt it sucked because the character, the, the person who played character is actually quite busy. So I, I kind of wish they was able to free him up or even recast, unfortunately, because sometimes you do need a little more characters on the Arrow show just because there's so many throwaway bad guys that you would like to have like a, a, a cameo from a good guy every now and then pop in that isn't trying to, you know, first kill Oliver. You know, that's the thought on that one. So um, thumbs up for me on that one. The next thing I have here is a two pack thing. So it's going to be the last thing that happens in the images. And I'm going to talk about trailers right after this. So the justice league just had an international promo, which came out with um, five new um, posters, which had different colors. Batman had blue, um, Cyborg had purple, Flash had red, um, Wonder Woman had yellow, and Aquaman had green, which is kind of cool. The posters themselves didn't look bad whatsoever. It, it looks pretty nice. It's just your semi-action poses, you know, typical action poses from these characters themselves, which didn't look bad at all. For me, it, it worked. It definitely did work. Um, I give this a thumbs up for the posters. For the trailer, I give that two thumbs up, to be honest. I'm not going to hide it from you. The trailer looked amazing. It did what it's supposed to do. It, it showed off um, Henry Cavill, and that's probably the most I've seen him that he reminds me of Superman. Because when it comes down to it, the first two movies, I thought he was just Henry Cavill in a cape. This one, he looked more like Clark Kent. And I'm not sure why. But it resonated when we were like, all right, he's there. And the whole flashback thing where it showed him asking a question. And she's like, oh, you're not there anymore. So it's kind of cool to see that. Um, the rest of the trailer keeps up with the flow of things. You see action, action, action. You hear a lot of jokes here and there. Um, I think the breakout character, which has been noted before, would be Aquaman. Um, his character looks like it's going to be the... The, the, the piece that holds all your comedy and all your, your badassery kind of thing. Um, Wonder Woman has been proven as a character. Also, Batman has. So I'll be kind of interested to see how Cyborg and The Flash comes out. Um, more so Cyborg, just because The Flash, the last couple of trailers, he's been good. So the blue flame, well, blue flame, blue lightning, and then... The whole joke at the end of the other trailer worked pretty well. So I kind of want to see more from Cyborg just because I feel he's going to be like the, the very loose end that's going to make it 
well, not a really loose end, the weak link in the whole chain that might break the whole movie. But from what I've heard in the first testing, that's it's a good movie. It's definitely definitely a change from what what it would have been back when Zack Snyder had full reins on it. But as folks who know that um, he changed out for personal reasons, and then Josh Whedon came in. So the fact that he's doing um, who did the Avengers is great to see him come over to Justice League and try to get the comic book scene back in order. Because to be honest, I'm I like both both franchises just because the more comic book movies come out, the more I got to talk about with the funness and coolness. So I want to see both um, sides prosper. So for both the trailer and the posters, I give it a thumbs up all the way up. For reals, I do. So next thing I have here is the Pacific Rim Uprising trailer. So this trailer itself was okay. I I'm okay with um John Boyega being there as well. His character looks like he could be the son of Idris Elba, which that'd be kind of interesting to see. I want to see what what exactly happens because from what it looks like, it looks like they all go back to fighting again, and then the the Jaegers come up and they they do their big badassery as well. And it's like. Uh, okay, cool, but but for me, it didn't work exactly how I wanted to work, and from the first one to this one, they're still doing the, we have to both move at the same time, which, for a fighter, two people moving the same time, it makes no sense. If we had it where they both control different parts of the body, so if it controlled, like, okay, this person controlled the left half, and the other person controlled the right half, that'd be awesome, or if one person control the bottom half, other person control the top half. That'd be kind of cool. But the fact that they have to both move the same exact time, it's not like a cool a premise, but from the first one, you could tell it this weird and this looks looks crazy. It's like, oh yeah, the stress and the other stuff, you can't do it by yourself. It's like, it's been proven you could do it by yourself. Charlie Hunnam's character kind of did it by himself, so they should have improved it and did a whole lot more with this whole movie. Um, for me, I'm not too interested in seeing this whole thing. When it comes out, I'm going to see it. But for the most part, it doesn't strike me to be anything special. And it's cool that, that John is there as the main character now. Um, but for the most part, I, I'm okay. Uh, give a thumbs down for me. The next thing I have here is the John, um, John, Jack Ryan um, trailer. So this is with... Um, with John Kravinsky, I believe that's his name, that's how you say it. But yes, um, you recognize him from The Office. Um, yeah, this trailer is not the best trailer at all. When I see this, I think about the other movie that John's been in, which is 13 Hours. And that's not a good thing. You should always be able to separate yourself and have it where you could tell who's who. So it feels like his character from The Office meets... 13 hours, hours character, and that's basically Jack Ryan. So you think about Jack Ryan of the past. So you have Chris Pine that played him recently. Then you have um, guy played man, I can't remember his name, but off the top of my head, um, there's been other characters that played this one character there. Um, Harrison Ford is another one. I remember that one. And um, when you think about that, you're like, all right, there's been quite a quite a few folks that played this character. And the underlying thing each one of them is that 
you see action. Unfortunately, you don't see much action in this trailer, so I'm not sold on the Jack Ryan-ness. The only reason I'm like kind of okay with him being Jack Ryan is because 13 Hours came out, and you see him do some action in there. So you're like, all right, I know exactly what he could possibly do. So for me, if they did that more in this trailer, it would have had me more sold for it. But unfortunately, they didn't. And that's the primary reason why I'll give the thumbs down, just because it didn't sell me on the story. It felt weird. It felt like your typical your spy movie. And, and it's been re, resurfaced over and over and over again. It, it feels like they just took out Chris Pine and put in John Krasinski. And it's like, all right, same story, just make it happen. And, and for me, it feels weird. So hopefully when the series continues or whatever have you, it will feel different and I wouldn't get the same kind of vibe, unfortunately. The next thing I have here is the Walking Dead Season 8 clip. So I'm going to say clip just because it's kind of hinted at that um, Fear the Walking Dead and Walking Dead will have one character that goes from Fear over to the Walking Dead, which would be kind of cool just because from the institution of, institution, nope, in statement, nope, not the right word, from the induction, introduction, yes, introduction is right, um, of Fear the Walking Dead, you always wonder when would they collide together. And in this trailer, it seems like they might have, who knows, um, it's basically called going for some gas, and he hears someone talking to another person, maybe, or to himself, who knows, um, the guy sounds kind of crazy, and I was trying to listen to the voice, at first I thought it was Chris, but I hope it's not, because I, I remember he, him getting shot by his father, I think that's what happened, it's been such a while since I watched Fear the Walking Dead, or it could be um, the other male character, the son, Nick, yes, it could be Nick, hopefully it's not, because it would be weird, I kind of want to see how that actually works and how they cross over properly, but for me... This trail actually worked, to be honest. Um, it wants it leaves you wanting more, and you're not exactly sure what exactly happened. So it did its job as a as a teaser clip of sorts. So I, I can't wait for season eight. Um, I really want to see who comes over from Fear the Walking Dead to The Walking Dead, and how would they react with each group, and possibly even more characters come back over because when you watch the series, you really want them to cross over properly. Um, so, yeah, no, that's basically my thought. So, this thumbs up for me. Um, the next trailer I have here is Marvel's Runaways. So, Marvel's is pushing out a whole lot of TV shows. So, this one's actually going to be on Hulu. So, it's not going to be on Marvel or uh, AMC or AMC, ABC or any of those other stations. Um, this is going to be Hulu's chance again at Marvel property. From the trailer, it looks like it kind of starts off weirdly. And then it ends off where it should have started, which is with the powers and them trying to figure out what they need to do to make things happen. It, it just felt weird. When it started off, it it felt very weird. And I was trying to figure out, is this still the Marvel um, trailer or what? So when it went to the powers X section, I said, like, okay, yeah, this is what the Marvels should feel. Um, that's not a good feeling. So unfortunately, this gets a thumbs down. Um, hopefully when the series come out, this one will have a better feel to it. I, I saw the trailer and I, I really wasn't sure what was happening, to be honest. Um, 
their parents seem to know each other for some strange reason, which is cool. And then things happen, and that's it, the end. It, it was a very, very confusing trailer. For me, I like my trailers to, to show some kind of motion, show some of the story, let you know what exactly they're going to be doing for this season, especially for this new, um, well, quote-unquote teaser, which really didn't tease much of anything because I really don't want to see this anymore. A teaser is supposed to be able to draw me in properly, which it, it failed to do. So, unfortunately, thumbs down for me. The last thing I have today, which, unfortunately, there's some parts that's missing because the trailer's supposed to drop tonight, which is Monday. Um, so, I only have a, a teaser trailer, which came out this past weekend. So, I might talk about this again another time just because it's going to be a very, very big trailer because, you know, it's Star Wars. And it's coming out in December, I believe. So this one is with um, Ray, and she's training with Luke, and looks like she's getting pretty good with that lightsaber, even though there's like a couple of swings here and there. It looks kind of cool for it. A teaser trailer, it does what the others didn't. Um, as I mentioned a couple of seconds ago, this makes you want more. This makes you want to see exactly what's going to come out for you for this um, whole series. Um, when you see her train, you're like, oh, I kind of want to see her fight someone now. Um, it brings you into the, the world. It makes you want to know more. And this did its job as a teaser. So I'm giving this one a thumbs up. So that's all I have for today. Um, it's my return to the podcast life. I'll try to make these um, episodes as frequent as possible. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll do it on a monthly basis or even back to the weekly. I'm not sure about the weekly. It's, it's quite a bit of work to do weekly, but... I could see myself doing it monthly and doing it well. Or I could possibly do it bi-weekly. I- I'm not sure. Um, that I'll figure out within the next couple of days. Make sure you check Instagram. I'll be posting mostly on there from now on. I've got myself back on the social media posting game. So I'll be mostly on the Instagram page. So, yep. Um, you can find us on social media. On Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at Bring On the Reviews. Also, you can email us at Bring On the Reviews at gmail.com for any questions or inquiries you might have. You can also find us on Twitter with Bring On Reviews, no though there. And you can use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any comments, personal reviews, suggestions you might have. Also, I just opened up a Facebook community page. So you can go there for Bring On Reviews stuff as well. Um, you can visit the website, which will have majority of the stuff I have there, which is bringontherreviews.com. I have movie reviews, podcasts, anything you think of for movies. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Mostly Snapchat, because I, I Snapchat all day long. Um, Dwight Ant C. That's D W I G H T A N T C. Again, that's D W I G H T A N T C. And you can email me at dc at bringontherreviews.com. And we'll catch you with your viewers next time.